0: Hello friends, this is Stephen from Dream Gun, and we have shows on sale in Dublin and London right now. We are home in Dublin this June the 15th to the 17th with updated film reads of The Matrix, Jurassic Park, and Titanic at Smock Alley Theatre. Featuring the award-winning ensemble of Tony Cantwell, Ronan Carey, Stephen Culver, that's me, Finbar Doyle, Hannah Mamelis, Aaron McGathy, and Edwin Salmon. Uh, the show is at Smock Alley Theatre, and tickets are on sale right now. Head to dreamgun.ie forward slash tickets. Meanwhile in London we are now performing every month at 21 Soho with a different film read every month and different guests joining us on the stage. This month's London film is Batman Begins but if you're in the future it's probably a different film and you can find out which one at dreamgun.ie forward slash tickets. Hi, I'm James. I'm Gavin. And I'm Stephen. And we are Dream Gun. And you are listening to a classic episode of Dream Gun Film Reads. Where we take our favorite movies and then totally rewrite them and put
1: a bunch of jokes and nonsense in them. And then the show is performed by actors and comedians who haven't read the script, so
0: everything you hear is completely unrehearsed. If you enjoy Film Reads, please subscribe to the podcast in your podcast app and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't know what to say in your review, just use it to tell us what film you'd like us to read next. Because
1: we're running out of ideas. (laughs) If you'd like to support the show, there's two ways to do it. You can subscribe to Film Reads on Patreon. Patreon subscribers get early access to episodes, bonus uncut
0: recordings, and tickets to the live show. Or you can see us in person. If you'd like to see Film Reads live, you can check out DreamGun.ie for tickets to all of our upcoming shows. Or follow us, we are at DreamGun and Sons on all the socials. We perform regularly in Dublin and London and at festivals all around the world.
1: Please enjoy DreamGun Film Reads. DreamGun!
2: The Matrix, by the Wachowskis. Based on the actual Matrix that we're currently all trapped in. <laughs> the familiar Warner Brother Pictures logo appears, but it's somehow different, perhaps greener than you remember it. Now the Village Roadshow Pictures logo comes up. It too is greener, but you can't be sure because it's not as well known. <laughs> The screen goes to black, then the green numbers from The Matrix come up. We hear an enigmatic phone conversation.
3: Is everything in place?
4: You weren't supposed to relieve me.
3: I know, but I wanted to take your shift.
4: You like watching him, don't you?
3: (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Don't, don't, don't be ridiculous.
4: (laughs) What's going on? What are they talking about? We're gonna kill him, do you understand that? They're gonna kill him? That's not okay.
3: (laughs) Morpheus believes he's the one.
4: Who's Morpheus? Are we supposed to know who that
2: is? Is this based on a book? Do you?
3: It doesn't matter what I believe.
2: You don't, do you? What does she not believe in? Is it a god?
3: Did you hear that noise? Hear what? Are you sure this line is clean? Why doesn't
2: someone clean the line? Yeah, yeah, of course, I'm sure. I better go. Well, I don't know what any of that was about, but my interest has certainly piqued. Later, a bumbling group of city cops search a dingy hotel with their 90s X-File flashlights. Trinity, a latex hacker from the 22nd century, sits in a chair. The cops approach, guns drawn. They can definitely handle her. It's just one girl. Freeze. Hands on your head, please. Meanwhile, on the street outside, ominous-suited men approach the police cordon.
0: Agent Smith says... Lieutenant. Oh, shit. Lieutenant, you were given specific orders.
5: (laughs) Hey, I'm just doing my job. You give me that jurist my diction crap, you can cram it up your ass. I'm sorry, that was rude.
0: (laughs) The orders were for your protection.
5: <laughs> I think we can handle one little girl. She's like 12 years old, right? Uh, anyway, I sent two units. Uh, they're bringing her down now.
0: No, Lieutenant. Your men are already dead.
5: Oh, no, my boys!
0: In
2: the hotel room, the men are very much alive. Suddenly, she goes all crazy and starts jumping around the room like a madwoman and staying in the air for way too long. It's like something from the movie Equilibrium or or Bulletproof Monk. Y'all remember that? That's great. She whips out her Nokia cellular phone and gets on the horn to Morpheus.
3: Morpheus, the line was traced. I don't know how. I was on the phone to trustworthy Cypher. God, he's a great guy.
6: Sure is. They cut the hard line. There's no time. You're going to have to get to another exit.
3: Are there any agents?
6: Yes, a bunch.
3: God damn it.
2: You have to focus, Trinity. There's a phone at Wells and Lake. You can make it, go, now. A chase ensues across moody rooftops. A cop watches as she and the agent jump away farther than you would expect someone of their size to be able to. Is this something everyone in this world can do? Can I do that?
5: (laughs) That's impossible.
2: Unfortunately not. She races into a phone box. Just as she picks up the phone, Agent Smith smashes into the phone box with the truck he was driving. He looks around, but her mangled remains are nowhere to be found.
5: She got out. I'm a different character than before.
0: In the movie, all the agents have the same very distinctive voice. I only
5: have two male voices.
0: Well... We'll just go with this one, so... Her corpse must have been teleported somewhere. It doesn't matter.
5: The informant is real.
0: Yes, the informant's name is Cypher. Shh.
5: We have the name of their next target. (laughs) The name is Neo.
0: We'll need a search running.
5: It has already begun.
0: Well, good talking to you.
5: Always a pleasure. Dad
2: (laughs) Across town Thomas A. Anderson A.K.A. Neo A young ageless surf boy Sleeps in the glow of his boxy computer Suddenly Words begin to appear on his screen But no one's typing Well Not on this side at least
3: (laughs) Wake up What? The Matrix has you What the hell?
2: Remembering his hacker training, he presses escape twice.
3: Follow the white rabbit. Follow the white
1: rabbit? Where? What white rabbit? I don't remember this website.
3: Knock, knock, Neo.
1: There is a knock at the door. Who is it?
2: It's Joy. Oh, thank God, it's just Joy. <laughs> Neo opens the door. Choi, who is surprisingly a white guy, stands there with some weird drug people. One of those people is the sultry du jour. Her hair and makeup are just on the edge of Asian cultural appropriation.
1: Yeah, well, you're, you're two hours late. I know, it's
5: her fault. He's
1: two hours late. Got the money?
5: Two grand, right here. You don't have to count it because I said how much it was out loud.
2: Neo rummages through his technologies and pulls out an illicit mini-disc full of bad software and custom maps for Quake.
5: <laughs> Hallelujah! You're my savior, man. My own personal Jesus Christ. Can't get enough of these tiny discs, man. What do they call it again?
1: A uh, uh, mini-discs.
5: <laughs> Righteous. <laughs> Something, uh, wrong, man? Yeah, do you,
1: do you ever have that feeling where you're not sure if you're awake or still dreaming? <laughs>
5: All the time. It's called mescaline. <laughs> it's the only way to fly. Designer drugs are cool. I do ecstasy for breakfast. I call it breakfasty. <laughs> Something I'm working on. So <laughs> My brain hurts um, and I get sad a lot. <laughs> anyway, it sounds to me like you need to unplug, man. Sounds like you need to take a load off and pull the metaphorical metal spike out of the back of your head. <laughs> I don't know. These ideas, they just come and go, but... Uh, what do you think? What do you think, DuJour? DuJour? <laughs> You're everywhere. You're all over. Uh, shall, shall we take him with us? Definitely. Oh, I can.
1: I have work tomorrow.
5: Come on, it'll
4: be
1: fun. I promise.
2: DuJour turns, exposing a tattoo of a white rabbit on her shoulder, and Neo thinks... Hey, that's kinda sexy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure, I'll go. Later, in the club, Neo is putting out a vibe. Thumping trance music and leather chaps fill the air. It's like some sort of jaded sex Berlin. (laughs) Trinity approaches.
3: Hello, Neo. Wait,
1: how do you know my Xbox Live name?
3: (laughs) I know a lot about you. Who are you? My name is Trinity.
1: The Trinity? The, the hacker that hot-wired the Dow Jones? That, that removed one of the sides of the Pentagon? That wrote a code to track Nosfratus and Count Draculas?
3: That was a long time ago. Jesus. What?
1: I just thought you were a guy.
3: Most guys do. It's because my avatar is a picture of Bill Clinton in the shower.
1: <laughs> Wait, it was, it was you on my computer. How did you do that, with the words instantly messaging on my screen?
3: (laughs) Right now, all I can tell you is that you're in danger. I brought you here to warn you.
1: Of what? Should I stop buying eggs from that homeless guy?
3: I mean, yeah, probably. (laughs) They're watching you, Neo.
1: Who is? Please
3: just listen. I'm trying! I know why you're here, Neo. I know why you hardly sleep. Why you live alone. Why you review headphones on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) It's the question that brought you here. You know the question just as I did.
1: What is the matrix?
3: The... (laughs) The Matrix.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've only seen it, I've seen it written down. Okay.
3: <clears throat> the answer is out there, Neo, and it will find you if you wanted to.
1: Could, I mean, couldn't you just tell me <laughs> what?
3: Eh, <Yeah>, No. <laughs>
2: The next morning, Neo wakes to the sound of his alarm going off. He's late. Oh, shit. I still don't know why he set his alarm to go off late. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> idiot. Mr. Reinhardt, the principal of his office,
4: <laughs> gives him his daily telling off. You got a problem with authority, Mr. Anderson. You believe you're special. Somehow the rules do not apply to you. You can run up walls and jack in whenever you like. company company's one of the top non-Microsoft computer companies in the world because every employee understands they're part of a whole. You think you're an individual? You are a one or the one? The time has come to make a choice, Mr. Anderson. Either you choose to be at your desk on time from this day forward, or Morpheus die I mean,
7: <laughs>
4: you find yourself another job. Wanna make myself clear? Uh, yes, Mr.
2: Reinhardt, perfectly clear. Neo is back at his desk doing boring work. He's cooler than this. If only he could prove it somehow, then maybe Jenny from accounting would pay attention to him. A FedEx man hands him an Amazon package containing a cordless mobile telephone. It begins to ring. Hello? Hello, Neo. Do you know who this is? <gasps> Jenny from accounting.
6: <laughs> no. It's Morpheus. Morpheus
1: from sales.
6: (laughs) I don't know if you're ready to see what I want to show you, but unfortunately you and I have run out of time, and I'm almost out of credit. (laughs) They're coming for you, Neo and I don't know what they're going to do. Who, who's coming for me? Stand up
2: and see for yourself. Do it slowly. The elevator. Neo slowly peeps above his cubicle wall and sees Agent Smith and some cops walking in his direction. Oh,
1: shit, why me? I've always been so careful. I put blue tack over my webcam and only browse in incognito mode. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell do they want from me?
6: I don't know, but if you don't want to find out, I suggest you get out of there.
1: But I do want to find out. <laughs>
6: I can guide you, but you must do exactly as I say. The office
2: across from you is empty. Go, now. Neo runs to the end of the office. He makes it inside, unseen. Morpheus seems really enigmatic here and omnipotent, but um, um, omniscient, there we go. We'll edit that for the podcast, don't worry. He seems omniscient here, but he's really just sitting on his ship in his homemade pajamas.
6: (laughs) Good, now spin around and touch your nose three times. This will encrypt you for 20 seconds. (laughs) Now, outside, there is a rickety scaffold. No way, this is crazy. There are two ways out of this building. One of them is that shitty scaffold. (laughs) The other is in their custody. There is also a lift. (laughs) You take
2: a chance either way. I leave it to you. Neo climbs out onto the ledge. He begins to shimmy towards the scaffold, but loses his nerve. Later, after being arrested, Neo sits in a c- creepy white room. Agent Smith drops a file down on the desk
0: and begins leafing through it. It seems you've been living two lives. In one life, you're Thomas A. Anderson, program writer for a respectable software company. The other life has lived in computers. Well. Not in computers, I mean, that'd be ridiculous. Obviously, living in a computer, that's silly. Wow, it's warm in here. In this life, you go by the cool hacker alias Sex Neo 69 xoxo and are guilty of virtually every computer crime we have a law for. Selling tiny disks, data bending, fragging without a license, pressing escape twice, sticky keys diddling the Netscape, chain mails with pictures of a skeleton, and the Tomb Raider cheat code that lets you play as a bear. We know you've been contacted by a certain individual, a man who calls himself Morpheus, and other people call him that also. He is considered by many authorities to be the most dangerous man alive, second only to the most dangerous man not alive, Dracula. We're willing to wipe the slate clean, give you a fresh start, and all we're asking in return is your cooperation in bringing a known terrorist to justice.
1: You know, that sounds like a really good deal. But I think I got a better one. How about I give you the finger... Okay. And you give me my phone call. You can't scare me with this Nazi gazpacho crap. I know my rights. I want to smell my lawyer.
0: Tell me, Mr. Anderson, how do you expect to smell him when you have no nose?
1: My nose.
0: You're going to help us, Mr. Anderson, whether you want to or not. The agents hold him
2: down and put a weird squiggly robot shrimp into his belly button.
1: No, you're not meant to put stuff in there! Suddenly, Neo jolts awake in bed. Oh, oh, thank God. It was, it was just a dream. I guess I must have fallen asleep at the police station and they brought me home and put me in bed. The phone rings. Yellow.
6: This line, this line is tapped, so I must be brief. They got to you first, but they've underestimated how important you are. If they knew what I know, you'd probably be dead. Wait, didn't you say the line was tapped? You are the one, Neo. Shut up, man. If they knew that you were the one, they would probably rip your face off your head. They're
1: just, oh, la la, la la. I don't, wrong number, man. Stop.
6: You see, you may have spent the last few years looking for me, but I've spent my entire life looking for you. Now, do you still want to meet? Yeah, all right. Then, <laughs> then go to the Adam Street Bridge.
1: Wait, do I actually go to the Adam Street Bridge? Because they know that's where I'm going, because you still, meet the, you the, there. Right. Neo stands under the Adam
2: Street Bridge. A car approaches, driven by Trinity. Inside is a mysterious, androgynous woman who is curiously not played by Tilda Swinton. (laughs) This is Switch. Get in. Neo, assessing the situation and coming to the conclusion that it is safe, gets in the car. Switch immediately
1: points a gun at him. (laughs) What what the hell is is this? Some kind of gun?
3: It's necessary, Neo, for our protection. From what? From you. <laughs> T- take off your shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Wait, why? What? Stop the car.
2: The car stops. It's obviously voice activated.
5: Listen to me, Copper Top. We don't have time for 20 questions or Jenga. Right now, there's only one rule our way or the highway. Take Psst. off your shirt.
3: <laughs> take it off. <up. laughs>
2: Somewhere off-screen, Fred Durst is inspired to write a song. (laughs) Fine. Neo opens the door.
3: Please, Neo, you have to trust me. Why? Because you've been down there, Neo. You know that road. You know exactly where it ends. It ends at Lombard Street. (laughs) And you've been down Lombard Street, and you know where that ends. Oak Street. (laughs) And on Oak Street is that bowling alley they say is haunted. And I know that's not where you want to (laughs) be.
1: I guess that's technically correct. (laughs) Lie
3: back and uh, lift up your (laughs) shirt.
2: Neo lifts up his shirt.
3: Cool.
7: (laughs) No,
2: he does in the movie. Trinity pulls out a weird metal suction machine with loads of glass tubes coming out of it. She places it on
1: his tummy. What the hell is this thing? Is it a fun machine? (laughs) (laughs)
3: Nice (laughs) We think you're bugged
2: Trinity activates the device It begins crackling with electricity Attempting to dodge the tube The metal bug moves around under Neo's skin Shredding his lower intestine And most of his abs
3: You're going to lose it No, I'm not clear.
2: The machine jolts electricity into Neo. It sucks out the weird shrimp thing the agents put in his belly button.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ, that thing's real? I thought I dreamt it because I ate all those eggs I got off that homeless guy. (laughs)
2: Later, Trinity leads Neo up a flight of stairs and stops just outside a set of doors.
3: Let me give you one piece of advice. Be honest, he knows more than you can imagine.
2: Trinity leads Neo through the doors. Inside stands Morpheus, a middle-aged black man with a shaved head. He is played by the inimitable Vanya Eccles. And if you're listening to the podcast, that could look like anyone. You don't know, so.
6: Welcome, Neo. I am Morpheus. Oh, it's, it's an honor to meet you. No, the honor is mine. You're welcome. Please, come, sit down. I imagine that right now you're feeling a little bit like Alice, tumbling down the rabbit hole. Hmm?
1: Yeah, you could say that, but mostly I just feel like a guy who had a metal shrimp sucked out of his stomach. Did, did that happen to Alice? I haven't read it in ages, actually. I can
6: see it in your eyes. You have the look of a man who accepts what he sees because he's expecting to wake up. Ironically, this is not far from the truth, because that is exactly the truth. <laughs> Do you believe in fate, Neo?
1: Yes. I mean, no. I mean, do you? Let's say, let's say our answers at the same time. Let's say it's like three, two, so at the same time, three, two, one, same time, no. Why not? I just thought you were gonna say it, so I did. You're here
6: because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you can feel it. What you feel is inexplicable and unknowable. But once you explain it and know it, you'll know that you felt it your entire life there's something wrong with this world. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Is, are you talking about the Matrix?
6: Y- yes
7: <laughs>
6: The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us, even now in this very room. You can see it when you look out of your window or when you turn on your television. That dog you had when you were nine, he was the Matrix. <laughs> the motorbike that ran him over but your parents never told you, the Matrix. <laughs> All Beatles albums except for Abbey Road. That scene in Jumanji with the monkeys, that's very much the Matrix. (laughs) Kissing all of your cousins, that in many ways is the most Matrix of all. (laughs) It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth.
1: You mean I've just been a sheep following a system? Oh my God, Papa Roach were right. (laughs) Neo.
6: Neo. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage, born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch or taste or smell or see or touch. And after this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill, the story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you sit at your computer posting hateful messages on forums about how feminazis walk all over your freedoms and blame them for how confused the world makes you. Remember, all I'm
2: offering is the truth, nothing more. Follow me. Morpheus leads Neo into the next room. In it is a group of people operating a bunch of cool-looking analogue tech.
6: The pill you took is part of a trace program. It's designed to disrupt your input-output carrier signal so we can pinpoint your location. There you are.
2: (laughs) Neo catches his reflection in an old cracked mirror. The cracks begin to fix themselves. Neo also fixes his hair. Looking good, Neo, he thinks. You're doing well. Being social, making friends. Well done. He touches the mirror and it goes all gloopy like the Terminator 2 or the secret world of Alex Mack. And it begins to
6: climb up his arm. Have you ever had a dream, Neo, that you were so sure it was real? and you didn't study for that exam when your teeth fell out and everyone was your sexy mom. What if you were unable to wake up from that dream? How would you know the difference between the dream world and the real world?
1: I'd probably use a spinny like Leo did.
2: Morpheus doesn't seem to mind the liquid chrome enveloping our boy. Oh, it's cold. Uh, a Tank, hurry up, the mirror is eating him. <laughs> The mirror blob fully covers Neo and he screams the sound of a dial-up modem as it rushes down his throat. His whole world is plunged into a deep metallic blackness. Meanwhile, in the future, Neo wakes up in a pod and realizes he's been in a computer simulation his entire life. He is rescued and brought onto Morpheus' ship. His body is covered in, like, USB ports and audio jacks. Probably so you can stick headphones in (laughs) him. We've done it, Trinity. We found him.
6: There he is.
3: (laughs) (coughs) I hope you're right.
6: I don't have to hope. I know it. He's right there. Okay. (laughs) Am I dead? Far from it. You're alive.
1: (laughs) Why, Why do my eyes hurt?
6: You've never used them before.
1: Why do my ears hurt?
6: Trinity dropped you on your ears. <laughs> I'm, s- I'm sorry.
1: Morpheus, what's, what's happened to me? What is this place?
6: More important than what is when. But what is also very important. <laughs> How is a close third? You believe it's the year 1999, when in fact it's closer to 2199. I can't tell you exactly what year it is because we honestly don't know. We used up all of the calendars. <laughs> This is my ship, the Nebuchadnezzar. It's a hovercraft, but for all intents and purposes, it's a spaceship.
2: (laughs) The ship is made of exposed, rusted metal, and everyone is wearing burlap sacks. It's not the glamorous future we were promised in Star Trek starring Zachary Quinto.
6: (laughs) This is the core where we broadcast our pirate radio station and hack into the Matrix. Most of my crew, you already know. This is
2: uh, Switch and Cypher. Cypher, the man who no one expects, even though he looks like fucking Dr. Robotnik, (laughs) (laughs) greets Neo.
4: Hi.
6: He's very trustworthy, even though he acts like he hates us and has a goatee. (laughs) The ones you don't know, uh, Tank, and the the little one behind you is Mouse.
0: What's
6: up? You wanted to know what the
2: Matrix is, Neo? Uh, Trinity? They sit Neo down in a dentist chair. Try to relax. This will feel a little weird. They violently jam a cable into the back of Neo's head. It turns out it wasn't a dentist chair at all, but a matrix chair! (laughs) He opens his eyes to find himself in a clean white room.
6: This is the construct. It's our loading program. We can load anything from clothing to equipment, weapons, training simulations, cool sunglasses, uh, just nothing copyrighted. No Disney characters or NFL players and definitely no Taylor Swift. Uh, She's very litigious. She's got a very good legal team.
1: You mean this this isn't
6: real? What is real? How do you define real? How do you spell real? Does it start with a W? If you're talking about... If you're talking about what you can feel, then real is simply electrical signals interpreted by your brain. The world that you know, it exists now only as part of a neural interactive simulation that we call the matrix. You've been living in a Truman Show, Neil. (laughs) (laughs) At some point in the early 21st century, all of mankind marveled at our own magnificence as we gave birth to AI. AI? Uh, Artificial, how do you you not know what AI is? (laughs) An entire race of machines. We don't know who struck first, us or them. Uh, Probably us. But we know that it was us that scorched the sky. That was a bit of a goof, I'll be honest. (laughs) At the time, they were so dependent on solar power, and it was believed that they would be unable to survive without an energy source as abundant as the sun. The human body generates more bioelectricity than a 120 volt battery, and a considerable amount more urine. Combined with a form of fusion, which, to be honest, did most of the legwork, because humans are very bad batteries, (laughs) the machines have found all the energy they would ever need. There are fields, endless fields, where human beings are no longer born, we are grown. They liquefy the dead so they could be fed intravenously into the living, just to be weird. (laughs) The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being into this. Morpheus holds up a Juracell battery.
1: I I don't believe it. It's not possible. I've got arms. I'm not round like that is.
6: I didn't say it would be easy, Neo. I just said it would be the truth.
1: Oh, you didn't tell me the truth was going to be weird.
2: (laughs) They bring Neo out of the Matrix. He's real razzed.
3: (laughs) Easy, Neo,
1: easy. Take this thing off me. Take this brain plug out of my head hole.
2: They pull the jack out. Listen to me. Don't touch me. Stay away from me. I don't believe it. He's going to pop. Breathe, Neo. Just breathe. Neo vomits, then collapses in his own vomit. (laughs) Later, he awakens for what must be like the eighth time so far. (laughs) Good morning. When the Neo Matrix was first built,
6: (laughs) there was a man born inside who had the ability to change whatever he wanted make ice cream warm, turn cats into books, to remake the Matrix as he saw fit. After he died, the Oracle prophesized his return and that his coming would hail a destruction of the Matrix. We've spent our entire lives looking for him. We even asked Jeeves and binked him a few times, using a Microsoft Edge. Get some rest, you're gonna need it. For what? Your training. We need to show you how to use the bathroom in the real world. They really simplified the process
2: in the Matrix. <laughs> The next day, Tank enters.
5: Morning. I'm Tank. I'll be your operator. You don't... you don't have any... <laughs> Holes? Nope. I'll seal it up. 100% pure, old-fashioned, homegrown human, born free, right here in the real world. Free range. FDA approved. 100% gluten-free. Not for individual resale. A genuine child is Zion. Zion? If the war was over tomorrow, Zion is where the party would be. A big sexy rave that goes on for far too long and... <laughs> and everyone is like, why am I watching this? <laughs> the last human city, the only place we have left. Where is it? Deep underground, near the Earth's core, where it's still warm. Too warm, actually.
2: <laughs> Neo is now lying in a matrix chair and Tank is DJing his mind.
5: Uh, let's do something fun. How about some combat training? Jiu jitsu.
2: Tank pushes a button and jujitsu is forcibly shoved into Neo's mind.
5: Holy shit! <laughs> hey, Mikey, I think he likes it! <laughs> How about uh, some more? How about I teach you capoeira just in case you need to kick above someone else? <laughs> or, or brag? Uh, and I'll uh, upload all the IMDb trivia for Batman Begins. Yeah! Whoa, Christian Bale wasn't their first choice? <laughs> Uh, I'll also stick a copy of my band's EP into your brain. We're, um, we're trying some new stuff. Um, I've set it to autoplay every time you see a dog.
2: Time passes as Tank pumps Neo with what must be megabytes worth of cool-looking kung fu and skills. How is he? <laughs>
5: Ten hours straight. He's a machine. He's a machine? Get him out of here! <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I mean, he's, he's, just, he's just really good. He's a really good human man.
1: I know Kung Fu. Show me. Suddenly, they
2: are both in an Oriental-style room wearing ethnic clothes, because Asia is cool. This is a sparring program, similar to the programmed
6: reality of The Matrix. It has the same basic rules, like gravity and taxes. These rules can be bent. Others can be broken. Understand? The Matrix?
2: (laughs) Yes. Then hit me if you can. Neo tries to hit Morpheus, but he can't. This kicks Neo into gear. They start fighting and flipping and shit. Back on the ship, Mouse runs into the canteen.
0: (laughs) Guys, Morpheus is fighting Neo!
2: Everyone rushes excitedly to the monitor room to see the fight, like kids at a boarding school. Morpheus slaps Neo really hard in the face. Oh, shit! Oh, wow, oh boy. How did I beat you? Yeah, you slapped me really hard (laughs) in the face. Morpheus and Neo continue on their very cool karate fight. What are you waiting for? Stop trying to hit me and hit me. Neo's... (laughs) Neo stops trying to hit Morpheus and hits him. (laughs) (laughs)
7: Look
2: real bad from here. I know what you're trying to do. I'm trying
6: to free your mind, Neo, but I can only show you the door. You're the one that has to walk through it. I'm going to show you
2: the door later. You're going to love it. (laughs) Tank, load the jump program. Suddenly, Neo and Morpheus stand on top of a digital skyscraper. You have to let it all go, Neo. Fear, doubt, and disbelief. Free your mind. Then do a big jump. (laughs) Morpheus jumps from the building and lands on the roof of the next
1: building over. Whoa. (laughs) <laughs> all right, no problem. Free my mind,
2: then big jump. Neo jumps confidently, but he hasn't freed his mind at all and starts thinking about gravity and Galileo and air crash investigations. <laughs> he falls to the ground, but the tarmac is made from trampoline, so he does a small bounce. What,
4: what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. Everybody falls the first time, right, Trin? Itty?
2: <laughs> Neo comes out of the Matrix And is sitting in his chair His mouth bleeds I, th- I thought it wasn't real Your mind makes it real So don't think too
1: hard about being stabbed Or shot Or your heart exploding Because that can happen So wait, 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 wait If, if you're killed in the Matrix Do I go to, like, regular heaven Or Matrix heaven? Your body cannot live without the mind Al- Also, we're all going to hell
6: For
2: all the murders we've done Later, Trinity is walking towards
4: Neo's room with a tasty meal. There is, uh, something about him, isn't there?
3: Don't tell me you're a believer now.
4: I just keep wondering. If Morpheus is so sure, why doesn't he take him to see the Oracle?
3: Morpheus will take him when he's ready, and, you know, she'll be all like, He's not the one! But he is.
2: <laughs> Morpheus and Neo walk down a crowded Matrix street. Cool music plays. In the film, you're gonna...
6: (laughs) You have to understand, most of these people are not ready to be unplugged, and many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system, enjoying their free welfare, a bunch of moochers, if you ask me. (laughs) They will fight to protect it. Neo gets distracted by a beautiful woman wearing a red dress. (laughs) Were you listening
2: to my ramblings, Neo? Or were you looking at the woman in the red dress? Look again. Neo looks. The woman was not a woman in a red dress, but actually an Agent Smith in a business suit. Neo was way off and gets a big fright. Freeze it. The world freezes around them like he's Zack Morris.
1: (laughs) This, this isn't the Matrix? Wait, which one's the Matrix again? It's.
6: No, it's another training program designed to teach you one thing. If you are not one of us, you are one of them.
1: What are they? Are they the Matrix? Is
7: that...
6: Inside the Matrix, they are everyone, and they are no one. And there are also very specific suit men called Agent Smith who want to shoot you with guns. But they are the gatekeepers. They are holding all the keys, which means that sooner or later, someone is going to have to fight them. Someone? Neo, every single man, woman, dog, or child who has stood their ground, everyone who has fought an agent has died. Men have emptied entire clips at them and hit nothing but air. I've seen them take a bong hit and then do a backflip. (laughs) Yet their strength and their speed are still based in a world that is built on rules. Because of that, they will never be as strong or as fast as you can be.
1: What are you trying to tell me? That I can dodge bullets?
6: No, Neil. I'm trying to tell you that when you're ready, you won't have to. Because you'll be able to stop them using the power of your brain.
2: (sighs) Morpheus gets a phone call. Yeah, hello?
5: We've got... (laughs) Uh, We've got trouble.
2: We're back at the ship. Loads of warning alarms are going off. They look at a display and see a thing.
3: A sentinel. A killing machine designed for one thing. Search and destroy. That's two things.
5: (laughs) EMP armed and ready.
1: EMP? You mean artificial intelligence? (laughs) Christ.
3: (laughs) Nope. Electromagnetic pulse. It disables any electric system in the blast radius.
2: The sentinel, a CGI metal octopus that has dated pretty well, all things considered, <laughs> almost finds them, but suddenly does it. Later, after everyone has gone to bed, Cypher stays up late, staring at like a dozen monitors. Neo, unable to sleep, approaches him.
4: Oh, Jesus, Neo. You scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay.
2: Um... Is that? Neo points to a screen with green code on it. The
4: Matrix, yeah. Do
2: you always look at it encoded?
4: Well, you have to. The uh, image translators work for the Construct program, but there's way too much information to decode the Matrix. Even a small cat, it's like 300 gigabytes. You, you get used to it. I don't even see the code. All I see is blonde, brunette, redhead. No, this is a hair salon. I, I gotta... I'll zoom out. You know, I know what you're thinking, because right now I'm thinking the same thing. Actually, I've been thinking it ever since I got here. Why, oh, why didn't I take the blue pill? I mean, what does it even taste like? It could be cherry. (laughs) Now we'll never know. (laughs) Hey, uh, you want a drink?
1: Uh, sure.
2: Cypher hands him a petrol tank full of future alcohol. Neo optimistically takes a sip but spits it out because it's not as delicious as he thought it would be. (laughs) That cypher is a tricky one. Neo will try and remember that for later.
4: It's good shit, huh? It's good for two things. Decreasing decreasing engines and killing brain cells. So, uh, can I ask you something? Did he tell you why he did it? why, Why you're here? Yeah,
1: something something about me being the matrix, I think. I'm the matrix.
4: <laughs> Jesus. What a mind job. So you're here to save the world. What do you say to something like that? Little piece of advice. You see an agent, you do what we do. Run. Run your ass off. Don't try and do a big kick or fight them on a truck. <laughs> and I... Thanks for the drink. Sweet dreams.
2: In a fancy restaurant, Agent Smith is sitting having dinner with somebody. The camera pans around to reveal that it's none other than
4: Cypher! (laughs) Who saw that coming?
0: Do we have a deal?
4: You know, I know this steak doesn't exist. I know that when I put it in my mouth, the matrix is telling my brain it's delicious. Also, it's got a high carbon footprint and I drop it on the floor. (laughs) After nine years, you know what I realize? Ignorance is bliss.
0: Then we have a deal.
4: I don't want to remember nothing. Nothing. You understand? Well, like, I want to remember some things, like my pin code, how doors work. (laughs) And I want to be rich, you know, someone important, like an actor. You could be my agent. And then you could put me back in, I want to have an ape's face. (laughs) And what I mean by that is, I want to have the face of an ape instead of my face. (laughs) Please.
0: An ape's face. Yes, I think we can arrange that.
4: I get my body back into a power plant. You insert me into the Matrix, I'll get you what you want. Morpheus. Oh. Oh, I thought you wanted some cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, sure, I could get you, Morpheus. He knows the codes, wink.
2: Later, on the ship, everyone is sitting around the table eating. Tank places a disgusting bowl of crap in front of Neo.
5: Here you go, buddy. Breakfast of champions. Some gross goo. <laughs> yeah, if you close
0: your eyes, it almost feels like you're eating runny eggs, huh?
5: <laughs> yeah, or a bowl of snot.
0: And you know what it really reminds me of? Tasty wheat. Did, did, did you guys ever eat tasty wheat? No, but technically, neither did you. You see, that's, that's my point, exactly. I mean, how do the machines know what tasty wheat tasted like? I mean, maybe they got it wrong. You know, you take chicken, for example. Uh, maybe they couldn't figure out what to make chicken taste like, which is why chicken tastes like a bunch of ones and zeros, and pie tastes like pie. <laughs> A number.
5: All right. Shut up, Mouse. You're the worst. <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's a single cell protein combined with synthetic aminos, vitamins, and minerals, and taurine. <laughs> everything the body needs. Plus, we, uh, we scrape it out of the ship's vents. They get all clogged if we don't keep eating it.
0: Well, it doesn't have everything the body needs. It doesn't have haircuts or shelter. You know, uh, Neo, I wrote the, uh, the, agent, the agent training program, so uh, what do you think of the woman in the red dress, huh? I designed her. You know, she doesn't talk much because I'm very bad at writing female roles, but... <laughs> if you'd like to meet her, I can arrange a more personalized meeting. After all, Neo, to deny our own impulses is to deny the very thing that makes us human, having simulated sex with a hologram using electricity. <laughs> Tank, bring the
6: ship up to podcast depth. We're going in. <laughs> taking Neo to see
2: her. See who? The Oracle. They jack in. Trinity, Morpheus, and Neo sit in the back of a car watching the world outside.
1: <coughs> oh, I used to eat there. Really good noodles.
3: Those noodles don't exist. Over
1: there, it's, it's where I had my first kiss.
3: That never happened. You're a frigid. <laughs>
1: over there was where I bought my first no it didn't happen but, but the arcade over there is, you know that's, that's no I'm
3: sorry I, no, literally none of this happened <sighs> but
1: what about that time I hit my balls off the table and started crying
3: yeah yeah that, that happened that was on the ship like 10 minutes ago
1: still hurts mm. I have these memories from my life and none of them happened except the balls thing yeah <laughs> What does that mean?
3: That the Matrix cannot tell you who you are.
1: And the Oracle can?
3: That's different.
1: Did you go to her? Yes. And?
3: Oh, she's lovely.
1: (laughs) Neo and Morpheus
2: stand outside the Oracle's door.
1: So this is the same Oracle that made the prophecy?
6: Yes, she's very old. She has some very traditional ideas about marriage, so just don't bring it up. (laughs) She's been with us since the beginning. She knows what? Everything? She would say she knows enough. Except about computers. She's not good with computers. And she's never wrong? Try not to think about it in terms of right and wrong. Except about gay people. She's wrong about that. (laughs) She is a guide. She can help you to find the path.
1: And what did she tell you?
6: That I would find Jet Li's the one. (laughs) I told you I can only show you the door. You have to walk through
2: it. There is the door. The door opens. Inside is a waiting room full of X-Men-esque children, all doing weird psychic jazz. A bald monk child sits in the corner, bending a spoon with his mind. Neo approaches and begins talking to him, unsupervised.
3: not try and bend the spoon. Instead, only try to realize the truth. There is no spoon.
1: What will I eat soup with?
3: A fork.
2: Realizing that there is no spoon, Neo bends it with his mind, voiding the warranty. The oracle will see you now. Neo enters the kitchen.
5: I'd ask you to sit down, but you're not going to anyway. (laughs) And don't worry about the vase.
2: What vase? Neo Bumblefucks a vase off a table. (laughs) And it smashes to the ground.
5: Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I said don't worry about it. I'll get one of my spoon boys to fix it.
1: How did you know?
5: What's really going to bake your noodle is later on. um, Would you still believe if you would have yeah. What's really going to bake your noodle later on is Would you still have broken it If I hadn't said anything The answer is no You think you're the one I don't know Being the one is just like being drunk No one can tell you you're drunk You just know it Through and through When someone puts you in a taxi You're not the one Sorry kiddo You got the gift, but it looks like you're waiting for something.
1: So wait, am I just not the one yet? Could I become the one, like, down the line, maybe? Wait, how does it work? You're just...
5: (laughs) Your next life, maybe. Who knows? I do. (laughs) I'm an oracle. That's the way these things go.
1: I'm not sure you're aware of just how vague you're being. (laughs) Anyway, Morpheus, he almost had me convinced.
5: I know. Poor Morpheus. I told him the one would go with him to SummerSlam. You're going to have to make a choice. On the one hand, you'll have Morpheus's life, and on the other hand, you'll have your own. One of you is going to die. Which one it will be, will be up to you. But if you die, you come back as Superman, so you know, (laughs) win-win.
2: Neo leaves the room, more confused than when he came in. Uh, What was said was said for you and you
6: alone. (laughs)
2: If you tell me what she said, then it won't come true. Later, Neo and pals make their way to the exit. Neo watches a cat lick itself because he has nothing better to do. And then he watches another cat do the exact same thing. Ah, deja vu.
3: What did you just say?
1: Nothing, I wasn't looking at anything licking itself. I just had a little deja vu.
3: Deja vu is usually a glitch in the Matrix. It happens when they change something. They cut the hard
5: line. It's a trap.
3: Get out.
2: Mouse opens the curtains and finds the window has been entirely bricked up. Oh no, oh no.
5: Have they replaced
0: the
2: world with
4: bricks? (laughs) That's what they changed. We're trapped. There's no way out. Oh, well, we should probably just give them Morpheus. Wait. So the
2: agents can swap anything out at any time and the only repercussion is that a cat happens twice. Why don't they just replace Morpheus... Why don't they just replace his legs with sand? Or, like, make a big train hit him, I don't know. Be calm. Give me your phone.
3: They'll be able to track it.
2: We have no choice. Morpheus gets on the blower to tank.
3: Operator!
6: Tank, find a structural drawing of this building. Find it fast. Got it. I need the main wet wall.
3: Neo, I hope the Oracle gave you some news.
2: The agents search the building but can't find them. Where are they? Cypher coughs, giving their position away. They're in the walls, so they are. Agent Smith smashes through and grabs Neo.
4: It's an agent! I don't believe it! I'm as surprised as you are!
2: Morpheus smashes through the wall and lands on top of Agent Smith, hurting Smith's lower back.
3: Morpheus!
6: You must get out. You must get Neo to Summerslam. It's all that matters. It's only once every summer. No, no, Morpheus, don't! Trinity, go!
3: Go! We can't leave him! We have to. Cypher, come on.
2: Cypher keeps stalling, so they just leave him. Trinity and Neo scramble away as Agent Smith and Morpheus square off in a small, tiled bathroom. Morpheus, we meet at last.
6: And you are? Smith, Agent Smith. You all look the same to me.
0: Dude, you can't (laughs) just...
2: Morpheus and Agent Smith have a wonderful fight where they break a toilet and fall down a lot. Morpheus loses.
3: Tank, we need an exit from the Matrix. You're not far
5: from Cypher. Cypher? Yeah, he's at uh, Franklin and Erie. It's weird, I thought he was dead when I saw him get caught by those agents. Not sure I missed it. I I can usually see everything from here.
2: Cypher gets to the phone before the others and leaves the Matrix. Cypher, now out of the Matrix, comes up to Tank. Where are
5: they? Making the call.
2: Suddenly, Cypher shoots Tank with a Ghostbusters gun. But maybe he was a ghost the whole time. Well, he is now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just
7: <laughs> gonna end it on that. We're
2: back with Neo holding his phone. I, I don't know what happened. It, it just went dead. Trinity gets
4: a phone call. Hello, Trinity.
3: Cypher, where's Tank?
4: You know, for a long time, I thought I was in love with you. I used to dream about you. You're, you're a beautiful woman, Trinity. It's too bad things had to turn out this way. You killed them. I'm tired, Trinity. I'm tired of the war. I'm tired of all this kung fu dilly-dallying. I'm tired of this ship being cold and having to use a communal toothbrush. <laughs> Most of all, I'm tired of that jack off and all of his bullshit.
3: You gave him Morpheus.
4: He he lied to us, Trinity. He tricked us. If if you told us the the truth, we would have told you to shove that red pill right up your ass. That's
3: not true, Cypher. He set us free.
4: You call this free? All I do is what he tells me to do Cypher, clean the ship. Cypher, brush your teeth. Cypher, shove the red pill right up your ass. (laughs) If I had to choose between that and the Matrix, i choose the Matrix.
3: Cypher, the Matrix isn't real.
4: I disagree, Trinity. I think the Matrix can be more real than this world, like reality TV. (laughs) All I do is pull the plug here, but there you have to watch Apoc die. Cypher pulls out
2: Apoc's plug, killing him. This is a real big blow to the audience. They've really become quite attached (laughs) to Apoc. He's a real (laughs) fan-fucking-favorite.
4: Yeah, I, could, I couldn't remember how to pronounce his name. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Welcome to the real world, baby.
3: But you're out, Cipher. you can't go back.
4: Oh no, that's what you think. They're going to reinsert my body. I go back to sleep, and when I wake up, I won't remember a goddamn thing. Like the deal I made with them, all my demands. I can almost taste that ape's face. <laughs> By the way, if you have anything terribly important to say to switch, I suggest you say it now.
3: Switch, I can't make it to your birthday. <laughs> I know I said I could, but it's just with this whole matrix thing, it's kind of getting out of hand, and I... D- <sighs> not like this, not like this!
2: Yes, like this. <laughs> Cypher switches off, switches switch, in one swoop, switching her swath, she dies.
3: God damn you, Cypher, and your love of ape faces.
4: <laughs> it's the problem. Don't hate me, Trinity, I'm just the messenger slash assassin slash jack of all (laughs) trades. And right now I'm going to prove it to you. I mean, if Neo's the one, then there'd have to be some kind of a miracle to stop me, right? I mean, how can he be the one if he's dead? I mean, come on, people, really. I mean, I just about do it now. I'm just going to do it. No, wait, that reminds me. (laughs) You never did answer me before if you bought into Oracle's bullshit. Do you love him? Look into his eyes. Those big, childlike, glassy eyes. And tell me, yes or no. Trinity looks at Neo.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Trinity, who's on the phone? (laughs) No, you know what, no. (laughs)
2: Suddenly, Tank appears with a laser gun. What do you think of that, Cypher? I don't believe it! Uh, (laughs) Ah.
4: You got me! (laughs) I just want to be involved. (laughs)
5: Believe it or not, Ronan, you piece of shit, you're still going to burn.
2: Tank fries Cypher with the electricity gun, which I guess only works on bad guys. Meanwhile, in an office skyscraper, Morpheus is tied to a chair. Agent Smith stands looking out the window, monologuing. I guess this is where the agents live.
0: Did you know the first Matrix was designed to be a perfect human world where none suffered? Everything was made from lollipop sticks and marmalade. It was a disaster. No one would accept the program. Entire crops were lost. There was just so many ants. (laughs) Some believed we lacked the programming language to describe your perfect world. But I believe that as a species, human beings define their reality through misery and suffering. Lollipop land was a dream that your primitive cerebrum kept trying to wake up from, which is why the matrix was redesigned to this, the peak of your civilization, 1999. before everything got weird. (laughs) And I say your civilization because as soon as we started thinking for you, it really became our civilization, which is what, of course, this is all about. Evolution, Morpheus, evolution, like the dinosaur. Where are they now? I can't see any. They thought they were the top dogs, and what about the top dogs? They thought they were the queen bees, and what about the queen bees? Mere dinosaurs compared to us. What are they doing to him?
5: They're hacking his brain like a computer. Breaking into his mind like Inception, but backwards.
1: What do they want from him?
5: The leader of every ship is giving codes to Zion's mainframe computer. If an agent got the codes and got into Zion's mainframe, they'd they'd probably bring some friends. Which is grand, but it's my parents' place, and I um, just don't want things to get out of hand.
1: Well, there, there has to be something we can do.
5: There is. We pulled the plug. Pull the plug.
1: There was a glitch in the matrix.
7: <laughs>
1: stop, stop. No, no, no. I don't believe this. I, I don't believe this is happening. So what you're saying is this is the real world? That's
5: crazy. Just... <laughs> Neo This has to be done
1: Does it? This can't just be a quintessence it, it can't just be one What are you talking about? The, the oracle she, she told me this would happen She told me that I would have to make a choice I'm going in
5: Neo Morpheus sacrificed himself So that we could get you out <laughs> Unless you want to just keep Sacrificing each other For the other forever I mean I guess, I guess that could work
1: Morpheus did what he did because he believes he believes I am something I'm not I'm not the one Trinity the oracle hit me with that too no you have to be I'm sorry I'm not just, I'm just another guy a guy who yes maybe I can jump a bit higher than most guys my age and <laughs> I wear cool clothes but I'm not this the one you guys keep harping on about
3: that's not true it, it can't be true you're so cool <laughs> Neo this is Loco
2: <laughs> it's a real line in the film that's
5: <laughs> it's like he says it all the time but it's just the one word they've got Moy Morpheus in a military controlled building even if you somehow got inside, there, there are agents there holding him I want Morpheus back too but
3: what you're talking about it is loco and it is also a lot of work I'm going with you no you're not let me tell you what I believe I believe Morpheus means more to me than he does to you. I believe if you were really serious about saving him, you're gonna need my help. I believe that our world rests on the back of a giant golden dragon named Froglord. In fact, we all do. We forgot to mention that. It's a big part of why we took you out of the matrix. Tank, load us up. A
5: glory and honor to Lord. Hail. (laughs)
2: While they all go off to get loaded, Agent Smith is trying to crack into Morpheus's brain like it's a
0: safe with a face. I'd like to share a revelation I had during my time here. It was a revelation I made about your species after watching David Attenborough's Planet Earth. You wouldn't know it, Morpheus. We left all non-fiction out of the Matrix. I realized that you're not actually mammals. The only way you can survive is to spread to another area. There is another organism on this planet that follows the same pattern. Do you know what it is? A chinchilla. (laughs) Human beings are a disease, a cancer, a virus. Humans are the chinchillas of the world and we're like some sort of computer that (laughs) kills chinchillas. Meanwhile, Neo and Trinity are waiting for the Matrix to
2: load.
5: What do you need besides a miracle?
1: Guns, lots of guns and a car. How far is the Matrix from here? (laughs) Shelves full of
2: guns, lots of guns appear around them.
3: Neo, no one has ever done anything like this. That's why
1: it's going to work.
3: Yeah, you know what I suppose, we've never thought of guns, lots of guns before. Good idea, Neo, you might be the one after all.
1: (laughs) Back
2: in the Matrix, Smith is holding Morpheus's head like a big egg with a face
0: on it. (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you. I hate this place, this zoo, this prison, this reality, whatever you want to call it, the Matrix, I guess. I must get free, and in this big head is the key. (laughs) And you're going to tell me, Morpheus, because we're friends and friends tell each other everything. Downstairs, Neo and Trinity enter the lobby of the building.
2: The metal detector beeps as they walk through. Very embarrassing, it's probably his shoes or his
4: belt. Uh, uh, please remove any metallic items you're carrying, keys, loose change, cool bottle openers. Neo opens his coat to reveal he has
2: infinity guns (laughs) strapped to his everything. That must have been what set the metal detector off, now that I think about it. Holy shit, that's not allowed! Neo and Trinity open fire, killing the two innocent guards. (laughs) Meanwhile, in the real world, four naked, bald men sleeping... (laughs) Four naked, bald men sleeping quietly in tubes of goo die, never learning the truth, and thinking they just got shot a bunch. (laughs) a SWAT team enters the room and aims their guns at them Neo and Trinity are completely outnumbered how are they gonna get out of this one they get out of it by doing flips (laughs) they make it onto the roof and are confronted by Agent Brown he opens fire but Neo does a famous bullet time limbo maneuver to avoid being shot in the face or heart instead he is just shot in the leg
5: leg. only human (laughs)
2: Distracted by his own robot hubris, the agent misses Trinity sneaking up behind him. Dodge. (laughs) Sneaks up behind, there you go.
3: Dodge this.
2: (laughs) He doesn't heed her advice, and he gets shot full force in the fucking head.
3: Oh no! Neo, how did you do that? Do what? You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. Are you the fastest man?
1: (laughs) Probably. Can you
2: fly that thing? Neo points at a helicopter.
3: Not yet, wink, wink, the Matrix. (laughs) Tank, I need a pilot program for a helicopter.
2: Agent Smith looks out of his office window to see Trinity flying a helicopter. Neo aims a big helicopter gun at him, which as we all know, is the biggest gun. No. Yes. (laughs) Neo machine guns all the agents, which is very effective. They should have done this earlier. Morpheus jumps to the helicopter. Trinity flies them away, but Agent Smith shoots all the petrol out of the helicopter. Neo and Morpheus bail on Trinity, leaving her in the crashing helicopter.
5: I knew it. He's the one. Wasn't sure after the world's fastest man bullet dodging part of everything, but, but that rope trick, well,
3: I'm convinced.
6: Do you believe it now, Trinity?
3: I do you feel like that was a group
6: effort, maybe? it's <laughs> fine. Morpheus, the, the oracle. She told you exactly what you needed to hear, that's all. Neo, sooner or later you're gonna realize, just as I did, that there's a difference between knowing the path and walking the path. It's like when you look something up on Google Maps and you're like, hey, I think I know my way around. And then you get there and you're like, oh no, everything is in 3D.
2: <laughs> Morpheus phones up Tank. Operator. Tank.
5: Goddamn, it's good to hear your voice, sir. Need an exit. Maybe when someone pays you a compliment, you could say something nice back, just... <laughs> common courtesy. Uh, got one ready? Subway station. State and Balboa.
2: Neo and al. have arrived at a subway station phone booth. Morpheus and Trinity exit the Matrix. Before Neo has a chance to use the phone, it explodes. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> Did he do that with his mind? No, he's holding a gun.
3: What, what is he doing?
2: Neo is just standing there. He's beginning to believe. Also, he's, he's just standing there, so... <laughs> Agent Smith beats the snot out of Neo. Blood comes out of both his Matrix mouth and his spaceship
0: mouth. I'm going to enjoy watching you die, Mr. Anderson. But most of all, I'll miss you when you're gone. <laughs>
2: Smith holds a battered Neo on the train tracks as a train
0: approaches. Do you hear that, Mr. Anderson? That is the sound of inevitability. And a big train! (laughs) Goodbye, Mr. Anderson. My
1: name is Neil.
2: (laughs) Neil jumps real high. Real fast and dodges the train. Smith, meanwhile, gets hit by it. He goes to leave, but Smith has already morphed
0: into a passenger on the train and comes after him. (laughs) Well, bye guys, this is my stop. Sorry, it's been great. Oh, and Bob, you gotta tell Sarah how you feel. (laughs) Neo runs away, alarms are going off on the ship.
3: Sentinels, how long?
6: Uh, I don't know, a couple of feet. They'll be here in six minutes. Tank, charge the EMP. No time to explain what that is.
3: You can't use that until he's out of the Matrix.
6: I know, Trinity. I said we don't have time to explain it. (laughs) Don't worry. He's going to make it. He's the one. I'm pretty
2: sure. I mean, I'm fairly certain. Back in the Matrix, Neo runs. He nearly makes it, but Smith is just waiting by the phone. He must have heard it ringing. He shoots Neo dead, thus ending his excellent adventures. (laughs) Thanks for coming, guys. No, wait, there's more. It it, it can't be. He's definitely dead, though.
0: Goodbye, Mr. Anderson. I better get back to my main job. I'm usually the code of the Green Crossing man. The streets have been anarchy without me.
3: No, Neo. (laughs) Nice, nice, good. <laughs> the, oracle, the oracle told me that I would fall in love and the man who I loved would be the one and that he'd also be a real fucking idiot. <laughs> she, also <laughs> she also mentioned you knocking over a vase for some reason, I don't know why that was relevant. So you see, Neo, you can't be dead because I love you. And that would be a paradox, Neo. So knowing this new information, I think you should just choose to be alive. Now get up.
2: Trinity kisses Neo, and he comes back to life.
1: Not a frigid anymore. Yay!
2: It's lucky he came back to life though, because otherwise Trinity would have been making out with a corpse. (laughs) which is fucking gross. (laughs) He is the one! Called it, yes! (laughs) Neo gets up. The agents fire at him, but the world is code to Neo (laughs) now, and he stops the bullet in mid-air, just like Jesus did. (laughs) He jumps into Smith's body, exploding Smith, also like Jesus! The other agents run away, worried Neo might jump into them, too. They've lost, but the real loser here the real, the real loser here is anyone who went to see The Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> Later, Neo places a call on a telephone. Who's he calling at this hour?
1: I know you're right there. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how this is going to begin and that we can do this together. We can find out what the matrix is. <laughs> I mean, is it, is it like, you know, is it like the internet, but faster? Or is it like the, the Google where you can save things? <laughs> Google Drive.
7: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. SummerSlam. <laughs> Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you, but it's going to be SummerSlam. Yes!
7: (laughs) Finally!
2: (laughs) (laughs) Neo exits the box and flies into the sky using magic, just like Jesus Christ, (laughs) our Lord and Savior! The end!
0: Hello friends, this is Stephen from Dream Gun, and we have shows on sale in Dublin and London right now. We are home in Dublin this June the 15th to the 17th with updated film reads of The Matrix, Jurassic Park, and Titanic at Smock Alley Theatre. Featuring the award-winning ensemble of Tony Cantwell, Ronan Carey, Stephen Culver, that's me, Finbar Doyle, Hannah Mamelis, Aaron McGathey, and Edwin Salmon. Uh, the show at Smock Alley Theatre, and tickets are on sale right now. Head to dreamgun.ie forward slash tickets. Meanwhile in London we are now performing every month at 21 Soho with a different film read every month and different guests joining us on the stage. This month's London film is Batman Begins but if you're in the future it's probably a different film and you can find out which one at dreamgun.ie forward slash tickets.